Welcome to Investor Insights, the wealth management podcast where we address investor needs, help you enhance your financial situation, and explore all parts of a person's financial life. And now, the host of Investor Insights, Mike Williams. Hello and welcome. It's Mike Williams with Genesis. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. We're going to call this one Fear Kills. As you might guess from the previous podcast, uh, the one where we reviewed the world from five years from now, looking back, I got quite a few comments just for clarification. The purpose of that podcast was to break what appears to be an ever-expansive fear level about the future. It was intended to let one realize that part of evolution is indeed change. Sometimes the fear of change, just for the sake of fear, makes us assume that the future brought to us from that change will be bad. Imagine for a moment fearing the first car, the first computer, the first buggy driven by a horse, or the first piece of software, the first cloud tool, the first airplane, the first smartphone, or the first high-rise building decades ago. Of course, none of us would fear any of that change today because A, we've already lived through it, and B, we now understand what great evolution each of those elements brought to our lives. Why ponder this? Well, mainly because we've entered a, another version of the twilight zone in recent weeks as the market has gone on tilt. The setbacks we expected as the year started as we drove the first rate hike into existence has caused a little more volatility, but opportunistic windows as well. While I don't mean to imply that this is the very moment, right this moment, things look perfect. Well, they don't. They feel crappy. They look ugly. They feel negative. And there's never really a perfect moment. The reference to opportunistic will only become apparent a ways down the road and always in the rearview mirror. I bring all this up because irrationality has no place in the wealth building process. And we've surely entered the irrational stage. In just the last year or two, we've feared, and in some cases feared significantly, a rising and falling dollar, rising and falling commodity prices, cheap gasoline and expensive gasoline, $28 crude oil and $110 crude oil. We feared inflation and we feared deflation. We feared four rate hikes a year, and we feared no rate hikes this year. We loved the FANG stocks, and now we hate the FANG stocks. I could go on for a longer list, but I'm hopeful you get the point by now. Insanity is in our midst. Normal investing processes, normal markets, normal business, long-term events creating value over time simply don't unfold in this manic, depressive manner. The problem with normal? When the markets get themselves into these dizzying roller coaster rides, is almost the exact same time it becomes most difficult to stick to your plan, even as the waves wash over the stern in between swells. Another lesson from the ocean. I remember on the first few races I was a part of, often between wave crests and surely during storms, 
I would get real paranoid with the amount of water which would find itself in the aft section of the boat. There were four to six of us on the crew, depending on the length of races. After all, I was no genius, but lots of water inside a boat and big waves in the middle of the ocean seared at my brain as fear itched inside. I was the youngster, so I did not say anything about that fear, but the captain picked up on it. And one night while we were on watch, he said, you know, I sensed you were concerned with the water levels in the cockpit as we were hitting those waves earlier. I smiled in agreement and he added, you see those holes in the cockpit and aft sections? I said, sure. Of course, I already knew what they were for. He said, I know you know your way around a boat, but the key to diminishing that fear during storms and rough seas is that one always steers the boat forward, stay into the waves pressing against the wind, and the forward movement itself is what drains the water levels. Just keep that in mind the next time we're in heavy seas. Keep moving forward. Seems an appropriate thought for where the markets are right now. An immense number of solid quality companies are now priced in an atmosphere of grinding, suffocating fear. As my years grow on me, experience creates the scars needed over time, I suppose. But one begins to understand that times of fear are inherently times of value. The problem? Most want to feel good about a decision immediately. Few want to wait a lengthy period of time to recognize that feeling is a good job done. In the push-button world of today, I'm convinced each time I see these windows of market volatility that there is a consistent self-defeating process attached to it. Long-term investors eventually learn how to mesh that time and emotion wavelength as one must get comfortable with the idea of this. I know it sounds like a broken record at times. Alas, over a lengthy period of investing, 20 to 30 years maybe, the accumulation of wealth over time is very often directly related to how well one is able to act when most would not, and then be patient enough for the cycle to unfold and provide the rewards for which the investment was made. So what's next? Well, Likely a bit more ugliness as we thrash through wasted emotions of fear. Like all those other times, giving in to the fear often proves very expensive over time. The investor focused on the long term will see this window as yet another one of those periods where the ugliness hid the value from most. The fear blinded too many to the opportunity. The knee-jerk reactions feel good in joining the crowd on a short-term basis, but they are cold and dreary when new highs are hit later, as history proves has always been the case. It's a lunch stop on a long journey. Gather supplies, sift through the value created by the fear, and rebuild your energy. The next leg up the mountain after this rest stop will require it. They all do over time. We hope these thoughts have added value to your day. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you again soon on the next podcast. Until then, may your journey be grand and your legacy significant.